This week on Homo Superior. So I wondered about this for a long time. I wondered if they've ever, I was trying to look back to see if they ever interacted and they haven't really. Huh. Because it, not even it, the Vision series by Tom King? I don't remember. I did, do you remember? So I you, think So you didn't look back at all. <laughs> I said I I said I tried. tried to look he, back. he tried. I tried. tried. He failed. He failed. I failed and I failed miserably. Yeah. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where it's a new year with new queers, so don't fear. Grab a beer, or a Belvedere, and be sincere, dear. Issue 266, I'm Kaylin. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> and I, that hurt my ears. <laughs> I'm Brent Wingate. This week... X-Men, the animated series, goes full Rogue Nation with some backstory on everyone's least favorite mutant that's not Jubilee. (laughs) This week's issues pick up some old threads in the Krakoan era, specifically the one where Colossus killed his girlfriend and no one seemed to notice. (laughs) (laughs) We wrap up with our plug of the year, where we're giving you a recommendations recommendation of what you should be consuming. Also this week, I got Invisalign. So you'll recognize me, Brent. <laughs> so you'll sound like a cartoon cat the whole time. Uh, you'll, you'll recognize me by my lisp, lack of knowledge of X history, and the bits I stole from other people. Um, and oh, that's why. Just getting cats. Bring cats over. Arm looked very different than the rest of your body. Bits. Bits. Yeah. What does that mean? What is that? It's a body. I don't fucking know. Jesus <laughs> oh Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, get on to housekeeping. All right. That's, what, that's not what I'm stealing. <laughs> yeah. Let's get on some housekeeping. All right. So coming up this Monday, we're going to have our look back on the MCU phase four, like all the way from WandaVision going up to Wakanda forever. We're talking about every TV show, every special, every movie. Ryan, why are you nodding your or shaking your head at me? We're doing it I'm all. I'm scared. I'm scared. All of it. I feel like your timeline's wrong, though, because it's up to Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. That doesn't exist in my book. (laughs) Christmas doesn't exist. I'm the Grinch. No, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, our look back on Phase 4, what worked, what didn't work. And then the following Tuesday, which is January 17th, we've got our next creator crush. Yep, we're bringing back Steve Orlando, friend of the pod, writer of Scarlet Witch, which we're reviewing this week, uh, as well as Marauders, which we're also reviewing so listen up. You know, with Steve Orlando coming back, I'll feel more comfortable calling him friend of the pod because ah. mm. then he'll actually have returned. Um, and he may actually get your name right this time, Brent. Yeah, well, <laughs> I might get I might get his sexual identity right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's, that's a reference. A flame con. Yeah, it's a flame con reference. Ooh. All right, let's do some MCU next TV. It's our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest or what's on of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week, we've got X-Men, the animated series season two, episode nine, A Rogue's Tale. While the X-Men are drawn into battle with the Brotherhood of Mutants, the Southern Belle is forced to deal with repressed memories, former teammates, and the true origin of her incredible powers. Mm. She also gets a little time to spend with the woman who made her who she is today. For me, that was Julia Roberts, but mm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, you work on commission, why, right? Why? Why was this more interesting than anything Rogue has ever said or done? Because it was a real, it was a surprisingly like heavy character. Most of the character episodes are like 
I think of the what is it? We just did the uh, one where LeBeau <laughs> Remy goes back to. I don't know why I'm calling him by his full name. Oh, yeah, but goes very back, formal. Back with to him. the Bayou, Monsieur LeBeau. <laughs> and it's like so overcharged. There's so many new characters, so many things going on. But there's like a lot going on. The only part that was wild was just simply the information transfer from Sinister to Mystique. Because none of that made any fucking sense. Oh, do you mean? Do you mean much like the start of this podcast? Thank you for that rhyme, by the way, Kaylin. Um, the the You're the welcome. haunted nursery rhyme he said to her, <laughs> and then lightning went. Yes. I miss his gay voice too. Honestly. Yeah, I know it was a little. I know we missed that. Uh, Metallic. Some some <laughs> random guy standing on a street corner trying to demand an umbrella from Mystique, only to be met by the most horrifying monster that she could think up. <laughs> was great. That is not act- her powers can't do that. No, no, she just can turn herself into. I originally was like, wait, because I was like, I don't really remember this episode that well. I was like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, oh, it's Mystique. Well, what's funny is they got that wrong. The creators did, but they included Carol Danvers, aka Miss Marvel, at the Crazy. time, which is wild. It's so w- okay. It is wild that this cartoon, which is mostly focused in on X-Men. just the X Men characters bringing in a very deep cut from the 616, from Marvel history, which is, I think, kind of what makes this episode work. It's like we're going to just throw the kitchen sink at everything. I love this episode for that same fucking reason. They didn't care. They, they're like, this is a greater Marvel universe, and we don't care. We're just throwing her in there. And by Quite throwing literally. her in there, we mean treat her like fucking garbage. Like I, trap her. When, when I first this saw this is a her, dark ending to yes. any of the episodes. They did a great job right. with all of her looks because she, when she comes on the screen, she looks like a Diane, and you find out her name is Carol, and you're mm. like, yes, that's true. Love it. Why are you wearing all black? But I know that's one of an outfit she wore. They was my fair. my favorite part is they even show her on. They show like Rogue wearing her old costume and also teaming up with the Brotherhood, which I really appreciate. Because yeah. like you think she'd have more references to these people than just like get out of here, fat boy. <laughs> like, also, I know these call- fat boys and these delinquents. And also, like, what are you talking about, lady? Also, I'm not sure that Blob knows. I don't. I think Blob needs to get his eyes checked because that motherfucker picked up. Tutti Fruity, which was really vanilla Tutti ice cream. Fruity, you mean? But then he nailed Storm in the face with it, so I was very happy. With <laughs> and, and then it slowly dripped on Rogue <laughs> in the most sexual way that I had to take a picture so, of. Speaking yeah. of Tutti Fruity, I'm so happy we got our favorite gay couple, Pyro and Avalanche. Right. Yeah. That's great. Honestly, yeah. But do, do you guys think, okay, so when she, <laughs> hey, we, we got to get out of here. And I'm just like, well, why don't I get to murder some? And Pyro's like, all right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I go like, to Fire Island. Yeah. I like that they showed what we need in this series. It's short episodes, so it's tougher to do. But what we need more in the series is them doing slice of life adventures. Yeah. So it was nice to see them just be like, show up, beat the Brotherhood, and then sort of move on at the beginning part of this. Even though there was a greater issue, I think we needed to see more of like that. Them actually being a team. A well-oiled team. Yes, exactly. That's what yeah. I think I And liked. Storm basically doing everything as usual. usual. We'll get to X-Men Red later. Right. <laughs> That's why I think I liked the episode because it did like feel really robust. It had like the team up. It had the villains. But then it... Rogue bus. Personal heart mean. story. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. Um, she still and she Rogue screamed a lot. Lenore Zahn was, was like, giving an ah! Oscar award winning uh, performance. It was a very screamy ep- episode. Um, one a lot of, the, of ice cream, even. One, <laughs> one of the screamiest, I feel like. 
Um, but I think it was all justified. I really enjoyed the backs. I just really enjoyed her like flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was I thought, really good. I thought it, and it was everything a, landed. Also, really well. I'm sorry, Brent, second least favorite mutant after Jubilee. Excuse you. Yeah, we should have clocked you for that. What do you mean? You. What do you mean? You. What do you mean? <laughs> you mean? Uh, That's your least favorite mutant in the she's... animated series. No, I mean because you hate Gambit. You Gambit, hate but I count them as a pair. Mm. They're together. They're a they're a package deal. Like if you oh, want to go, if you want, if you want to go on a vacation Get and you ha- you want to invite Gambit, you have to bring Rogue, and vice versa. Mm. They're, they're together. They're one unit. There was a lot of sisterhood too between Storm and Rogue in this episode, which I, I always really enjoy. Li- I like that they're like, well, it seems like a flying issue. It's up to you two right. a lot. They <laughs> yeah. do that. Oh a yeah, lot. yeah, the yeah. voice actor for Rogue, I think, is fabulous. Lenore, She's they amazing. put her throat through it this episode uh-huh. with all the screaming she had to yeah. do. Member of Parliament, yeah. Lenore's on. Yeah. Um, all the photos that Mystique takes as Carol Danvers are how I try to take photos in real life because that bitch was just in every random corner of every security. We've seen your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was, she's just trying to make herself like a part of it. Like Very she, editorial. She's doing the new it's, TikTok dance. Always like, Become part of every how, emergency. How bad of a shapeshifter are you that you they can still find you through photos? You're like, you could turn into anyone and you still chose the same bitch <laughs> every single And that filter. Time. Stop using that filter, Mystique. <laughs> Honestly, girl, um, uh, Rogue's backstory is so great, though, because it, it is our queer culture because she is yelled by her uh, dad, who does not appreciate her, will not accept her. And he kisses a boy named Cody, also part of our <laughs> queer history. Very, It hits home. And also he's wearing an American flag hat while this is all going. You down. keep Florida out of this. For this once, I wish this I could. Show yeah. will not let any character not have amazing arms and a chest. Right. They doesn't matter what kind of bear True. dad you are. Doesn't matter your size. The blob is just looking thick mm. and I'm here for it. Juicy. Uh, hypothetical question. He flicked her at one point. He just <laughs> flicked Storm and she fell to the ground. Yeah. Hypothetical that was question. Cool. If, well, he literally like stepped on the Boop. ground and created rocks that trapped everybody together, all the men of the X-Men, which I thought was really funny. Too. Also not his power. What is he doing? His, yeah, his are up at, up for interpretation. If you are on, yeah. if you are on a plane mm-hmm. and um, you were stealing a woman's powers that was on a runway plane, and yeah. you were like, "Ow, mom, this hurts," and your mom just said, you think of a your mom, not Mystique. Your mom okay. was like, "Don't let go, honey. Would you keep your hands on her and, <laughs> and steal all of her powers?" Yeah, well, my mom says it for sure. Well, do I say, "Ow, it hurts"? Well, uh, she was just like, "I can't let go," which didn't make any sense I can't either. Let go. <laughs> Like, what does that mean? And then, and then if my mom go. said, no, hold on, just keep holding on. But then I said, no, this hurts. I don't want to do this. And my mom said, hold on. What are you, a pussy? Then, I, then I'd hold on because she asked three times. Uh, she she okay. asked three times to hold on. Mother, may I? Yeah. Yeah. What? Let's crash this fucking plane. So when they enter like that dream, it's not whatever that fucking realm is. Um, It's not the astral plane, is it with Gene? It doesn't matter. Sure. Um. But bubble zone. (laughs) It's bubble zone. Carol is fun. Carol's willing to kill everyone in her path, which I appreciate. Um, And then she gets locked in a box and (laughs) 
the resolution at the end is she Rogue goes, I'm gonna visit, visit a friend or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making her much more southern old hospitality than she is. We but, are so offending everybody who was born in the south, by the way. With yeah. I'm born in the south. I, I know. I know. <laughs> well, butter my biscuits but, and imprison the spirit that's haunting my dreams. But she's gonna go visit a friend and then she shows up, gives flowers, and then, and then, she, and then tells like some male nurse being like, Oh, uh, uh, you mean a nurse? Pull the plug. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, Kill she. She didn't. Her have name to is Carol because Danger. the second after Rogue left, Carol has a little smirk on her face, and then her heartbeat moved. Yes. Boop. Like what? I'll it see was, you in phase five. It was silent before. Well, How is that a I positive get, takeaway for I, anyone watching this? Here's show? my take on it. It's just all the music in the background. What if it was sinister music, and she was gonna come back for revenge? <laughs> You know, but she fun? never does, right? Like she never. Comes she back. fucking mm. rips her head off, and <laughs> she's like, "I'm the Avengers now, bitch." Um, <laughs> she she whispers to Carol, "I'll never let you stop me," and rips off her head. <laughs> One last thing, uh, reader, con- controversial, but Rogue was better with her powers under Mystique's tutelage than. Tutelage? No, 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 no. He said it right. Uh, I think one of my favorite running (laughs) themes in the cartoon, in the comics, is Professor X is actually terrible. Everybody else is a better headmaster, headmistress, leader. Magneto, Emma Frost, Mystique, they're all better. Charles Xavier just fucking sucks. He does not. He has a very rudimentary understanding of basic psychology. The only way we can fix this is if we completely black it out. I did like that he was helping her previously and then like brought it back. I that hate was a cool that because he pr- ruined it. He, he started it. But well, basically, she was going through her worst time ever. And then he just goes, mutant, <laughs> mutant. And like just called to her like that, which is on some level. <laughs> like he's Fagin and Oliver Twist. I don't know. It was okay. weird, though. All right. Um well, let's, on that note, <laughs> great segue. Hey, yeah, let's, let's go out with a bang. Let's go out to the issues, our weekly recap of all things X. This week and last week, we've because we were on the holidays, we've got a bunch of X books, including X-Men Red number 10, Marauders number 10, X-Force number 36, Scarlet Witch number 1, and then Timeless number 1. Let's talk X-Men Red number 10, Al Ewing, Stefano Caselli. Ahead of Sins of Sinister, Storm faces off against Vulcan, Bran gets her comeuppance, sorta, and Orbis Stellaris' secret identity is finally revealed. Let's talk about that identity. Who saw that coming? I didn't see that one coming, but I'm now convinced that more than ever that uh, Mother Righteous is the fourth Sinister, Mm. because Heart is the only one that's missing now, because we have Diamond, Club, Spade, Heart is the fourth one. I and think fire is supposed to be in there as well. <laughs> and earth. And fire, earth, yeah. wind. Um, Captain Essex. So, uh, but great reveal, great issue mm-hmm. as always. It's just this book is firing on all cylinders. Um, what's interesting was there was a little bit of a uh, like a backlash on online about how oh like why did Storm need like all these people to help her and the issue. What? dealt with it it's like Are you she believes in community she's like like we are creating a community on Araco to do this I don't need to beat you myself it's it's did like these it, fucking people not read they're stupid of this comic that completely explained to the members of Araco like or the people of Araco like how they could team like the entire have, have plot not, of the fucking book have is, they not noticed the entire discussion about Omega level mutants that if I which is bigger infinity or infinity Countable infinity or countable infinity. Plus they're, one. They're 
they can't beat each other. So the way around it is to have a team to help you. What uh, the fuck are you talking about? I'm laughing about? even harder because I just saw uh, uh, on the big Facebook group, House of X, um, there was like someone commenting that it's like, I don't like what's been done with Storm's character since the early 2000s, which is that she's too powerful and this and that and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, great, look at this fucking issue where she decides to work together with people to like really take she someone can't. out. The early 2000s when she was part of the Extreme X-Men? Don't even. She fucking sucked. Don't even get started. That fuck really. fucking sucked. Uh, no, it was great. I love, I loved uh, Al Ewing and Stefano Caselli giving Cable his crazy fucking '90s armor. Uh, that was a nice little touch. It was a nice little callback little to like care. how crazy that armor was back in the day. Um, I liked how this issue balanced that crazy fight with like just yelling at Abigail Brand. I thought I thought it was kind of fun to yeah. What is up? it could have been just a very clear cut. Vulcan versus Storm issue, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. Yeah. What I do we appreciate. think is next for Brandon the Fisher King? She'll Maybe they'll, they're going to travel the galaxy solving crimes. I'd watch that show. <laughs> what would you call it? Uh, fishing uh, for brand. Fish, <laughs> fish and chips. Fish and the brand. Fish California fish Highway Patrol. Fish is my brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Serving fish. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is definitely. We knew this bitch was going to show up later and show up. This is the best book of the Hawks and Pox. It like, is. This wasn't right? their best issue, but it was still a fucking. It's great. I mean, issue. I go back and forth whether I love this more or Mortal, but it just depends on the week, you know. And yeah. so, Fair. so he, the Fisher King, calls her Abigail Thanaragayas Axis. Is yeah, that what you? That's her full name. Okay. So that's not new in any way. Yeah, because he's really mad at her, so he's using his full name. You know, like, or her full name. It's but, like when you're called Brent Wingate Buckwright by but, your dad. But it's not like we're all, like, like we knew this name for her. Well, then he said, that's really hard. Can't I just call you Brand? <laughs> it's like, it's she, off brand. When she got to Earth, she was on Ellis Island, and they're like, nope, not not been a rock Do you want to see brand. more of his daughters? So Zen, Whipple and Zen, and then Cora. Yeah, love them both. Yeah, I'm very excited. They're fantastic. It does. Fe- it makes me. I mean, I'm really excited for Sense of Sinister, but it's like it's sad. This week was tough because like a lot of books were obviously ending before you know starting a lot of the new sequences. Yeah, and it was like hard because I'm like, no, like these are, and we talk about this all the time, which is just like keep these fucking series going so we can actually follow and grow with these characters more than like yeah. some big sequence of events. I have decided I have come to... for it. Yeah, because I start viewing comics now as seasons yeah, of TV fair. shows. And so like, I'd rather something be finite and me wanting more and then them you know, permutating to something new versus it getting stale. Mm-hmm. Speaking of something infinite, X-Force number 36. Great. Benjamin, My God, brilliant. Benjamin Percy and Robert Gill. Zeno returns, this time bidding on a Cocoan egg, which is actually employed by X-Force, which who, I guess who, experiencing a recent mutiny against Beast, attempts to take them down from the inside. I have a question. So at the end of last issue, we saw Beast in shackles, essentially, right. by... Sage and Domino and Omega Red, or it was uh, Domino and Omega Red, and bring yeah. them to Sage. He's now he's still like running things, but not really running things because they're all kind of deferring to Sage. Uh, it just felt like a like I was like, oh, he's getting his comeuppance, but that wasn't really a comeuppance. Can they put him in the pit? I don't think or so. Or does he have too much knowledge? Or is there anything? I think it's, I think it's one of those. I think it's one pit, of those though. things. It's too he, much going on. Right? He hasn't broken into he the secret laws. Qualify for the pit, honestly. That's why their structure is so fucked up. <laughs> 
It's very weird. I do think that like he just has too much information and they like would keep it even more secret. So it's easier to just keep him around. But I do think it's a big whiplash. From I think to answer your question, him being in chains, he got better. <laughs> just, he just got better. Don't get oh, better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't the X-Men often do. He so, wrote he wrote an apology and notes and then posted that to Instagram. But this is why if I was fucking mad, like <laughs> now Dark Web makes yeah. sense. Because if Maddie or anybody found out that this fucker was running around still trying to manage X-Force, even though he's not, like, I'm like, of course I would take over New York and fucking kill everybody. With little, like, demon mailboxes? <laughs> yeah. Like, what a fucked up, stupid, I mean, if, shitty continent. If you found out the details of this and... They didn't oust him or immediately imprison him in some capacity. He'd be like, "Well, he's still fucking running it. He's still he's right there at the controls. Who cares if you say his age is?" So doing? my prediction for when how this all gets resolved um, is they don't throw him in the pit. He ma- he mysteriously dies, and then they reset him uh, with his memories before Krakoa. So oh. he's like good beast, and then they have to deal with a moral quandary of like basically lobotomizing him over the last however long you know from now. To when Krakoa started. Yeah. You guys, I have a question, too. Yeah. Who's that telekinetic baby at the end? Oh, my word. Who was that? <laughs> who was that? Little baby brainy. Uh, That's who that was. Little uh, baby brainy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's baby boss. I was I like, is that boss baby? I, looks cute. I like the design. I don't know who it's... the fuck it was. Is that a young Quentin Choir? Like, what oh, is that? Oh, that's, that's that could really be right, because Quentin Choir has not been in the book for a while, so that's probably it's right. That's a great idea. of Madeline Pryor as a boy. Okay. They have the technology. You know what? Nothing's off. Um, I really love Deadpool in this book. Yeah. I love him so much. He had so much character to this fucking... They needed someone to be like this in this book because it yep. was taking itself a little bit too serious. Agreed. I think and the new, the current team like works pretty well. Omega and Red, Deadpool, run. Sage, and Domino are actually a really fun foursome. And then uh, Percy won me over again. Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm back, enjoying it again. I'm back into it uh, over the last few issues. And then like they're bringing the Colossus stuff back to the forefront which yeah they kind of i felt like they just sort of didn't deal with over yes. the last year we, speaking of not dealing with stuff what so, happened to his girlfriend uh, Brent? you seem to have some insider knowledge <laughs> yeah. apparently his girlfriend uh leela what's her name the waterbender <laughs> uh, that is a lot do, of avatar do, references yeah. on this episode uh, aquamancer um K- kayla what happened kayla is kayla it's kayla yeah. uh he I'm broke right her here. spine uh, <laughs> Next, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love you he's being controlled by a uh, russian oligarch cool um, which like is that and then just anywhere? like buried her body nearby and he's got some problems because he he recognizes that he's being controlled but he can't really say anything about it yeah i live for the fact that they're gonna like at some point reset or drop the title and like classes will still be possessed and then they'll wait like Two more years to randomly bring up the pop yeah. point. He'll and be then, like in a bunch of and comics. Then someone's going to be digging and they find a corpse. But they, right. they've revealed this in Immortal and other stuff. So I feel like this one will actually play into oh, something. Maybe in Fall of X. Yeah, yeah, that's could, a really good point. That feels right, yeah. Because they he also has Mikhail has to come back in some capacity too, because that whole fucking build up was like a nothing burger in the Correct. first place. Yeah. Uh, we get all the excitement of the author or whatever his <laughs> name was. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah. I like the, I like that character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Marauders number 10, got a lot of new characters that are actually now coming to the real Krokoa-verse. So Steve Orlando, Eleonora, Carlini, Kate returns from a quick battle with Strife, and the Threshold Saga wraps up, including Thea, Amas, and Crave coming to the present and wearing some nice retro X costumes. Can we also talk about the uh, secret origin of Okara? 
yeah. which turned into which Big is what the reveal. turned into Krakoa and Arako. Mm-hmm. No. I think I like that as an addition because the story doesn't feel like it was supposed to be that. That's more like a, just a fun yeah. Easter egg yes. than anything yeah. else. And that's how it should come. I I'm feel still like. a little bit of a loss from a time perspective. It's very timey wimey, obviously, where I'm like, so how the is this just a fucking like circular logic loop or something? Like I was still confused with where strife <laughs> came from and ended up. Uh, and then it was just like, see you later. And then Cassandra Nova assume, now being strapped in the past as well. I'm just assuming Strife was there because he's a time traveler and yeah. just used that to be like, this is, I'm hiding from everybody in a time stream two billion years ago, whatever the fuck it was. It was an threshold. overall plot, just sort of a fit for that yeah. time. Yeah. Al- also, um, friend of the podcast, we love Steve. Steve loves pulling his 90s mm-hmm. little like, uh, uh, I wouldn't call Strife a deep cut, but he's very 90s. Yeah. So he loves throwing that stuff in These there. These character names, too, are, ooh, 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 they're 90s. <laughs> yes. No, them. you're spot on. That's Baby, really funny. Baby, Crave. I'm craving Crave, more of these A-Mass. names. Yes. Crave. I used to go to that club, Crave. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it used to be great. Uh, yeah. Used to be great. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Cassandra Nova. Big play by Emma and uh, Kate. What do we think? So we've had this like time traveling, spanning like storyline. I'm excited to get one in our current timeline with these characters yeah. and really deep dive into because I feel like he's introducing so many things that I want to get. I want to get more time with this actual team. It's I like, I'm also excited. It sounds like from the previews they're dealing with what happened in Genosha, which is where mm. Kate's dad died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know it was the last time. Well, not the second to last time, or whatever before Krakoa where the mutants set up their own haven and then it got destroyed by Cassandra Nova and like the Sentinels she created and all that crap. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that crap, that all that crap. Uh, but also, you know, Emma, like one of big, one of my favorite characterizations of Emma is like, she's just like, she's there to protect the kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like so many kids died under her watch on Genosha. And the reason she survived is her secondary mutation of the diamond skin actually saved her from the Morrison run. So them dealing with that in the next issue, I'm excited that like that we're going to have a little bit of like a denouement, a little bit of like cathartic moment of all the shit, that tragedy that happened in comics time 22 years ago. Right. Let's get them out of those spacesuits and let's see those sexy costumes. I like too. The space yep. suits. Oh, now. you do? I, a little oh. bit, yeah. Just, I right. will. I'll, I'll show I, you something later. Then. I will say a good <laughs> reflection for Looking me as I was reading this last <laughs> issue was I've always really enjoyed Eleonora's art um, but it's always been a little bit difficult I think to kind of gauge what was going on storytelling is a little tough but what I did this time around was like because I it's a lot of angles I realized compared to most other comics tons oh like you take pictures you angle yeah exactly just like uh, Carol Danver Mystique (laughs) next month filters but the thing that I realized is well let me just zoom out like let me instead of doing the smart read because I usually read on my phone I'm like instead of smart read let me just read the full page yeah and it did actually change my experience with this. So I like kind of wanted to go back and start reading more of it again because the hardest part was for me with many of the, the issues were just tracking it. But like when you see the full panel, A, it's beautiful work of art, but it's a lot easier to follow because you're not being jutted around and seeing. Yeah. It's not it's not as simple squares that a lot of comic uh, artists still do. Like it's point. very, very, very diagonal. Well, that's my preferred way of reading comics. Sometimes I do like the zoom in yeah. on comicsology, but like I like the Old idea page. of sequences and showing where this like, you know, here's panel one, panel two, panel three and seeing an order because like I've always said it's like what Scott McCloud didn't understand in comics is like 
the gutters are the the interesting parts of comics. It's like this moment in between, right? Which other media don't have. Film doesn't have it. Books don't have it. Comics are very unique uh, in the way that they have this. So comics and manga, of course. And so. I think that this the reason this medium became so popular is when you turn the page and you have this huge fucking Oof, splash of yeah. two fucking pages yeah. of like all of it. Yeah, that's that's what you were living for. Absolutely. I got I got desensitized from it um, a little bit because I was like. I don't want any more reveals until I'm ready to look at the reveal. So if something happens, because I I look at the whole page, so I look at the end. Yeah. So that, but yeah, I mean, there's got to be a better way. I've always hated turning the page, (laughs) especially like the last page of a comic, and then reading the bottom part by accident, or like instead of obviously. Or when you turn the page and it's an ad, I'm like, I don't want care about (laughs) fruit like Hostess fruit pies anymore. Stop it here. I'm like Magneto is spam now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm confused. (laughs) That's quite a reveal. (laughs) <laughs> what happened in this issue? Yeah. Uh, Steve Orlando also wrote Scarlet Witch number one this week with uh, Sarah Pacelli on art. For the first time, Scarlet Witch isn't a mother, isn't a monster, just a simple oddities and quirks collector and a superheroine taking down asshole D-listers. Mm-hmm. What you guys think of this kickstart for her miniseries? Uh, the art is beautiful. Sarah Pacelli is a phenomenal artist. Uh, she did some Ultimate Spider-Man stuff back in the day with Brian Michael Bendis. Um, and the uh, uh, Wanda's new costume uh, is designed by Russell Dowderman, who is one of the best costume designers Gorge. working in comics. So also, good. can I just say, uh, the puerile person in me thought the Pietro looked so fucking hot. Right. He, did. he was like, I was like salivating over like how goddamn gorgeous he was. Um, it's a fun issue. Uh, it, again, it's nice to see Wanda not being absolutely batshit, uh, not being, you know, uh, overly powered and then you know being a little like nuts and which is usually like a very misogynistic way of, that they've mm-hmm. been writing Wanda and just you know being there to help out. I love that it's it feels like such a pilot first issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. of like they are setting up a new status quo for her and it it feels not what I would pick out at all, but it's so fun. It's sort of Buffy esque. It's sort mm-hmm. of. Um, I guess that's just it. I feel like there's, um, a, there's, <laughs> a, there's a very Twilight Zone vibe. That yeah. Like each issue we're going to be dealing every, with. Every time this door will open, you won't Well, there's lots of like is. cursed objects or objects that have some specific mystical power. Oh, you're out of hope. You're out of opportunities. It's the last door. Uh, oh, you you've uh, you imprisoned this town with your mind. Well, the only way that they can you can be freed is if they decide to let you go. And I think that that kind of weighted moral decisions on the part of like <clears throat> all the characters is great. It makes it feel like, ah, in each issue, maybe I'm going to get something fun where people are interacting with each other. You know, do you think Fair, she'll yeah. ever sell a monkey's pod to Homer Simpson? I hope so. Yeah. Oh, well, please, she better. <laughs> she, I, I like the idea of her like, like solving a problem and then being like, now this is mine. Just like grab something <laughs> yeah. from him. Um, I'm taking this yes. just yeah. randomly. I no, yeah, I think when we were at Comic Con, actually, She's we crazy. saw it was during She's like still the, crazy, that goes in the last purse. <laughs> was the voices panel, and I think Steve was talking about to your point about how Kaylin, how she wanted, he wanted to make her like just be able to exist, have joy, be excited by things, and like exist as a character devoid from obviously yeah, all this great past point. history. So uh, we did get uh, two th- two major things. One, uh, Darcy's first appearance in comics, yeah. a character introduced in the MCU, played by Kat Dennings, and was most recently <laughs> in WandaVision. Uh, actually, most recently in Thor, Love, and Thunder, WandaVision, but of course introduced in the Thor films. Everywhere. Big Daria vibes. 
Yes. A thousand percent. Um, it feels natural, too. It doesn't feel forced. It not at all. Like... feels, yeah, I'm into it. And then we got the reveal at the end of Viv, who's Vision's daughter. Uh, and Wanda says, she's kind of my daughter, daughter, too. So I wondered about this for a long time. I wondered if they've ever, I was trying to look back to see if they ever interacted, and they haven't really. Huh. Because it, Not even it, the Vision series by Tom King? I don't remember. I did do you remember? So I you, think so. You didn't look back at all. <laughs> I said I, I said I tried. tried to look he he back. tried. I tried. Failed. He failed. I failed, I, and I, I failed miserably. Yes. From me trying to recollect from my leg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do or do not. There is no try. But, uh, but I was excited to see that because yeah. Wanda sort of created her own family. Vision sort of created his own family. It's I know. It's kind of fun to see that. Oh, it's also. totally fun to see that. And also, um, we've talked about it before, where. They're going to be a uh, uh, there's going to be a Vision series on on Disney Plus, and I I predicted it's going to be if they do it, it will be likely it'll yeah. follow the Tom King series where he creates his own family because Wanda created their own yeah. her own with with Vision. So. It'll be a fun spiritual successor to Wanda Vision. Correct. Like now I'm going to re- reprise the family concept yeah. without. Oh, the you TV think Billy and that. Tommy were great? Well, meet Viv. <laughs> robot children. Yeah. There's so many fucking kids. Uh, so many kids. <laughs> Let's wrap up with Timeless number one, Jed McKay, artist Salvador La Roca, Greg Land, and Patch Zercher. This year's Timeless finds Kang under assault and suffering a critical blow from the mysterious Murden and his round table of cyberpunk magic knights. <laughs> okay. You guys were getting all choked up, I baby. know, getting all choked up. There was a lot going on in this issue, mainly for forecasting, like the previous Timeless, forecasting issues for both this coming year as well as... You know, in the future, they mentioned at the end of the comic, Fall of X, Avengers Assemble, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, what do we think? I think of these kinds of books that sort of preview what's coming up. Oftentimes, they're a mixed bag. This was actually coherent and competent. Yeah. Uh, Jed McKay is a good writer. Uh, I think all three artists did a nice job, including Greg Land, who I've not been a fan of before. Um, and I first rolled my eyes at like, oh, God, another like, uh, you know, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. But I actually thought they were they worked well. They all were. They reminded me a lot of the Squadron Supreme in a way. Where I'm like, these are random ass characters that I shouldn't give a shit about, but they're all like competently written, interesting. Like I thought Mordred was kind of fun, the witch, Um, and then everybody just seemed to have the fact that they were like, uh, what is it called, like exponentially grown children, so (laughs) accelerated children. So they were like weird, like ten year olds and like adult Adult bodies. Yeah, Um, very Shazam that way. But yeah, Kang is, uh, these are really working for me because especially with Kang coming into the MCU, I don't know too much about him from the comics. I'd never really read that side of the universe. And I was like, oh, every time I read these, I'm always like, Kang they're giving is, him a lot of good character. Kang is a great character because he's a, a villain, an anti-hero, hero, like all at once. He's and been he can, all of it. Yeah. He's been all of it. And like, um, you know, sometimes timey-wimey stuff can cause a headache and just be badly done, but sometimes it can work really well, and I think it worked really well here. My main I got a question. Oh. Yeah, do, oh, no, no, no. Maybe, my main, maybe, maybe yeah, my, my question is, okay, ready? Let's go at the same time. Is who the, are who you are they? fucking? No, no um, <laughs> I think we got it. No, is it, it was, uh, how did he get so ripped? Is it, does, does time travel work as cardio for him because he took off that Well, shirt. he has all the time in the world. To get those abs. They- but you only need five minutes every day with <laughs> ab blast. Ab blast. <laughs> just traveled 20 minutes into From the past. From the year 2021, 20 22. The it's 22, 22. He just was so hot. Well, and I was oh, going to yeah. say, minus the children, the uh, Knights of the Round Table could gangbang me anytime. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need them to Thank put you on... for saying minus the children, Adam. I, well, I had to be very clear. I didn't want to... I didn't need to jump on their pile cost, on. Their costume devi- designs could be a little bit better. No, you were right. Why, costume design. Why is, it, <laughs> why is it that every... I'm living. Every smart asshole has to be a white male with a goatee. I don't get well, it. Oh, it's Tony Stark or yeah. Doctor Strange or... Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Just chill. Who the fuck is Murden? What's all that about? <laughs> Merlin. Who's, no, but I'm saying it's Merlin. It's Merlin. I keep they you know, wrote it. But was I really you know reading Merlin? it incorrectly the whole time? It's it's, it's Merlin. Merlin. But like I'm saying, it's. Uh, do I'm you saying, think it's another character? Well, right. They're like, yeah. Well, I think that's a that's a reveal that we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Who's you have any Merlin? guesses? Uh, mm, <laughs> I didn't mean she's, like the maybe name it's another version. I didn't of mean the name was she's wrong. On, I she's on the new episode of The Real Housewives. Merlin. Like, uh, who could it possibly another be? King, another king. You think so? I could believe that. Too many, king. King. Too many kings. Too many kings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it even says, I am all that remains of the M. Like, it's got to be another yeah. king. Also, I love the idea that it's like the missing moment is such an interesting concept. It's very Jack Kirby. It's very Grant Morrison of like this thing that like uh, someone like Kang knows all, sees all, but there's this one thing that's eluding him. I, I like that. It's like instead of a MacGuffin, it's an actual or like an object that's MacGuffin. It's more of like this, 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 this thing that it can wisp away. It's time. It's, you know, it's, it's a, a moment. Is it a specific thing that happened that's like ripped out from everything you think? Ripped from or? the headlines, yeah. Yeah, on it. I mean, yeah, like what? it's less of a MacGuffin because it has the potential to be really meaningful for a lot of other things. Yeah. That not just for this story at the outset. Yeah. Uh, also, um, uh, we did get a little previews, as Adam said, about like what's coming up, Fall of X, uh, Dark Web, obviously, which is currently happening. But the then, images were pretty like boring. They were a little boring, but we did get saying that the the hunt for the missing moment will continue in the Avengers. So Jason's Aaron, Jason Aaron's run is ending, mm-hmm. uh, and then they had an Avengers logo that's very old school. It's from the mm. '80s. They haven't used that logo since like the late '80s. Yeah, uh, and when they were a basketball team. Yeah, uh, they they would they actually beat the Glo- uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, but the rumor is that uh, Jim McKay will be taking over as the Avengers writer. Ooh, uh, which would make, I would love to read that. that, that I would be very very excited about that. So, so you guys, on a scale of zero to one point seven six, how excited are you for the summer of symbiotes? That's got to be a real symbiotes. <laughs> I need a symbiote break. Oh, Honestly, it's, a it's little bit. Hot symbiote summer, baby. I just—it's <laughs> <laughs> opposite of cuffing season. Aren't we a little overexpensive? Like, come on. They—I mean, you had Maximum Carnage, or yeah, it was Matt. No, the other. What was the? Wasn't? No, it wasn't Maximum Carnage. Was sure, it, it was Maximum Carnage. Carnage Overdrive. <laughs> Carnage Overdrive, yeah. But no, I agree. Like, the symbiotes were really... Well, they were already exhausted in the 90s, and I'm like, every fucking year, they're just like, people love those goddamn things. Bring them back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, you had no... Yeah, you just... You had so much more interesting stuff. I just don't know. Call it a summer symbiotes. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it sounds stupid. I think that's... Oh, oh. Is that a pop? Is that a pop? Did you hear that? I did. I did. Um, that was uh, Brent's Invisalign popping out, and uh, <laughs> you know what that means. I'm telling you to shh. <laughs> As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where we each get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, heard, and wanted to experience, or wanted to share with you guys, our little homos. And this week, because we're in a new year, new us, we're going <laughs> to recap some of our favorite things from last year <laughs> we're ahead of the curve baby. we're ahead of yeah. the curve we're way behind uh, um, speaking of timeless this is our missing moment who 
has something that they loved the most last year. Kalen, let's start with you. Uh, I am surprised to say this because I was skeptical. I think we all were, but I have to give it to Andor. Uh, I fucking loved that show so much. And I'm sorry, I think I stole Ryan's thunder. <laughs> no, I said, got one. Oh, uh, you, got, you got another one? All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, but for a franchise that I was pretty much done with, and I have been for a while, I didn't think a prequel of a prequel could surprise me, and it fucking did. It's mm. so good. It was relevant. It was smart, well-acted, well-directed, uh, all of it. All right, Kalen, clean up the cum on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and or what? You'll hit me? Sick fuck. I'll leave it. Uh, <laughs> um, because Kalen def- definitely did not steal what I was about to say. I will say my favorite movie of the oh. year last year was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That was going to be my second and pick. And I got the name right for the first time ever. Wow. What did you used to call it? Everything, Every- everywhere. Oh, Every- oh, everywhere, oh, all, right. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no idea. Um, it's a great movie. Honestly, tough. Movie. It's tough for it to come out at the same year as Multiverse of Madness, and uh, so much better. Well, suddenly, so yeah, it's tough for Multiverse of Madness, Madness yeah. to come out the same year. And for me, yeah, tell well. it to the money yeah. it made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you guys got? Uh, I, I'll do. I'll do. No, I'll do yeah, one. Yeah, just you one. Do two. You do two. Why oh, not? All right. We're do plug- six. We're plugging of the year. Yeah, you know what? Like, oh, double-sided plug. plug. Got it. Your, uh, no one uh, else. We're going to need It's actually more. a late entry from a game perspective, but Marvel Snap has really consumed my life since it launched. It's so fucking good. It's so much fun. I just bought... They are what at three fourth season pass. I bought two out of four. I feel how, really. How much? The, it's like the first. Do you game get Zabu? I'm, yeah, it's the first game I'm actually spending money on on a relatively ongoing basis, just because I literally play it so much. It's like a fantastic so mobile game. You have so much access to stuff without having to really pay for it unless you want it, and it's you know just have a lot of fun with it. So much. Fun. I can't wait until they release. They're finally actually going to come out where you can fight your friends. But yeah. also the packages explosive. you buy aren't that expensive, right? Now they're like ten dollars a month. Shut up! It's we want some expensive. spots. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, they're so cheap, and everybody the wins. They're affordable for how like much, the hours of fun you how get. How much for do the you price? Think no, but I will say, like, yeah, the amount of time I spend at night playing it, or on the toilet, or on the plane, or uh, everywhere on the during sex, sex, during food, on this podcast on the right now. Yeah. You guys, I just got an eight. I just want eight cubes. I will say, <laughs> I've also been playing a lot of thanks to Adam, and once I got Wong. Like it is game changer. Game literal game changer. It's the Wong, uh, Odin and White Tiger combo. My so God. It's Power like Rangers. It's yeah. fucking mm-hmm. fucking uh, A. And then my other one, I'll actually give a relatively large shout out to House of the Dragon because oh. I was as everybody else was completely devoid of any interest in Game of Thrones post the finale of the original series because everybody fucking hated it. And I just, it really did recapture the magic for me in many ways of what I loved about the original seasons of Game of Thrones. So I am desperate to see more of it, and I'm really sad that it's going to take quite some it's time. the real Emily of Paris. You know? <laughs> okay. Brent, what do you got? All right, I've got two as well. Um, That's why you wanted me to. <laughs> the first is uh, not something that came out in 2022, but had a really great year in 2022. And it's the New York Times... Uh, video series try this at home uh, where they show you how to make more complicated food stuff simpler mm. uh, so the person who's my favorite host of it is Claire Saffitz and she shows you how to make like, shout out front of the pod she, yeah. I wish she was in front of the pod we need that sponsor um, she looks like rogue uh, she has like this beautiful gray streak in her hair Does um, she's constantly screaming yeah yeah, yeah. 
uh, and you're not allowed to touch her. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, great. Try this at home. It's fantastic. Great, if you want to learn how to make like do any great baking, it's, it's a, a fantastic wow, yeah. uh, video series. The second one, I love art that makes you rethink all of the other art that you are consuming related to it. Mm-hmm. And I think Kevin can fuck himself season two. So <gasps> good. Knocked that out of the park because now whenever I watch any sitcom, mm-hmm. I am... It is colored by Kevin Can so I just finished that this weekend. True. It's so phenomenal. Yeah. I, I gotta watch that it. That is such a good recommendation. You cannot it's look at so the good. way that TV shows are constructed without seeing so much of the misogyny it's inherent so throughout wild. and how oblivious so much of those TV shows can I be. I love that the, you watch it. It's the, so good. The last like 10 minutes are absolutely perfect it's like I, it's they were i'm i'm sad that they didn't have a little bit more seasons i love that they knew it was gonna be their final and they like yeah kind of like ran towards the ending because it just fucking works on all cylinders love, i really love, really love, enjoyed love. it such a good recommendation and it is not talked about at Nearly all enough. i don't know anyone who's watched it would but you I recommend would you some... recommend my recommendation no yes <laughs> <laughs> i think i recommended it too. all right that's been our episode don't forget to rate and review us uh we um yeah, we love you guys you can find us on uh, Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Um, I don't have a funny joke, so bye, little homie. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh...